0: Hey Hello, my sisters. Hey, Shooks. Welcome to Saving Our Sisters podcast. I am your host, yours truly, Vicki L. Kemp. Thank you so much for joining in on the conversation. As always, I am super excited about this episode today with my girlfriend that I used to work with. We church together. I still say y'all. She is a member of Greater Harvest Christian Center. I had the opportunity of learning and working with her at Kern Regional Center in Bakersfield, California. She had the nerve to get married and move away. But anyway, (laughs) she deserves God's best for her life. And I'm so excited what God is doing for her and what God has already done for her. Her name is Letitia Albrighton, and I am going to introduce her to the world today. This is just a conversation that one girlfriend is having with another girlfriend, and we are going to title it as Our Past Will Not Define Who We Are. Hey, Shook! Hey, Tish! Hey, Shook! How
1: are you today? <laughs>
0: i'm good i'm good how are you doing in southern well wait 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 it's not southern it's northern california right
1: that is correct i am in northern california actually i am in uh, san rafael california so big difference from northern to southern but i'm adapting or I've adapted, I should
0: say. I'm sure you have, especially because it's 103 degrees in Bakersfield, California. And I know where you are at, the weather is much nicer and it's cooler. It is. It is. I
1: am, uh, our current location, we're on the grounds of San Quentin Institution. So Wait a
0: minute. Hold up. First of all, we're going to pause right there. Let me get some water on that. Hold on girl, I had to sip some water. First, tell the world a little bit about yourself. Then we're going to come back and fast forward to the part where you said you are on the grounds of San Quentin.
1: (laughs) What? Okay. um, I am Letitia Albritton. You know that last name get everybody.
0: I know. I tried. I tried, Um, sister.
1: I am a wife, mother of six, uh, four that I birthed. Mm -hmm. Um, beautiful grandsons. Um, I'm currently a crisis management social worker. So didn't go too far from um, the job that I had that I shared with you Mm -hmm. when I was at Regional Center because I still support individuals with developmental disabilities in addition to mental health disorders. Um, So yeah, that's about... I mean, I don't really know. You know, it's hard for you for me. Right. You that's why I said... Right on the back. <laughs> I'm kind of humble at what I do, so... Yeah. Um, I think that's a pretty good introduction. But
0: you forgot the important part about what we prayed for at work and how God just blessed... Girl, tell, tell the world about your incredible husband.
1: I mean, he showed out. <laughs> you, know, you know, when they say he gave you the best, I mean... I feel I have the best. I mean, we don't, my husband is awesome. He's my number one supporter, my biggest cheerleader. Um, I I, I mean, there's just not enough words to describe just the love that I have for him.
0: Mm, I like it.
1: I I mean, he's just a beautiful person. To know him is to love him. Mm. But, you know, I'm happy that he's the one that God chose for me.
0: Right. I love it. That's special. That's special. And I'm like, how you going to forget about him? Because I remember the days at Kern Regional Center when we sat and we talked and God just did a, he just did a quick work for you and I'm excited about
1: it. You know, he did. I mean, I'm so thankful because, you know, I always say that I thank God wholeheartedly. Lord that you did not give me what I desired, but you gave me everything that I need because me and my husband we're like polar opposites Mm -hmm. but he has qualities that complement mine and I the same for him Mm so although we you know always say we come from two different worlds because again like you said in, in your title the past doesn't define me but I mean, when you think about my past and where I came from, and the world in which my husband came from, it's like, how can two people from two different worlds just come together and just hit it off like they've known each other for years and never have skipped, you know, uh, skipped a beat? So
0: right, have, oh, it's at least it's God. Yeah,
1: it's nobody but God. <laughs> it's show sure it. wasn't school so I definitely I, I thank him wholeheartedly I thank him everyday and I'm grateful for my husband I'm thankful that he's a godly man um, and he, he walks wholeheartedly he tries to walk by those godly principles mm-hmm, I mean mm-hmm. he's not perfect by no means mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: but
1: he's perfect for me so that's you all better, that matters.
0: <laughs> you better say that 10 times because <laughs> you, you could have ended up with something else
1: but God
0: is so favorable, you know?
1: Exactly, exactly. And I done got some boogers in my day, so. <laughs> Rub me. Okay.
0: I know exactly what I got. <laughs> Well, we might end up talking about that. But, Tish, so how did you end up on the grounds by Saint St. Quentin?
1: What? Well, yes. I mean, not only on the grounds, but I think that we have the most beautiful house on the grounds because I have the entire span of the bay uh, from my living room. I can, you know, I have a span from the Richmond Bridge mm-hmm. all the way to the. Well, I can't see the Golden Gate Bridge; it's obstructed by by the hills. Mm-hmm. But I can, you know, I can definitely see. Um, Oh, gosh. Um, I can see the, the other bridge from afar that connects you from like Oakland
0: to San Francisco. Wow. Um, Amazing. So, so what? how does that make you feel? So your husband's job landed you there, as I can recall. Yes. So my
1: husband's job um, brought us here. My husband is,
0: I would say four months shy of retiring. He's a um, associate warden for San Quentin. He served in... Wait, 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 wait. Let
1: me get some
0: water. <laughs> God, did, did you just send my girl an amazing man with an incredible job? Okay, keep going. Amen. Tell God thank you. Thank you Lord. <laughs> Tell God thank, thank you.
1: Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> We're, we're downhill now with his upcoming retirement in mm-hmm. December mm-hmm. Um, he's been in the Department of Corrections for over 30 years so it's definitely time Lord Jesus bring him home, home in peace and, and ready to retire
0: um, I'm so but, excited for you Yes I am I'm so excited for you I said yes you should be You can have that time with him You know the word speaks that Our latter days will be greater Than the farmer So I said that this conversation We would talk about How our past wouldn't define Our future and it's just A conversation with a good girlfriend So what does that mean To you That your past Everything that you have been through would not define your present, your future.
1: Oh, Jesus, Lord, you get all the glory. I mean, my past is rather complex and, and and complex on many different levels. I mean, when I say by the grace of God, I mean, God is just so awesome. I mean, how how I started um, mm-hmm. is I would have never imagined. I mean, I had a dream as a little girl, but you know, sometimes the dreams seem so far away that they'll never be attainable. Um, And it's because we go through different paths in life that seem to take us so far from our dreams and so far from the foundations of, of, of everything that we stood on or everything that was was
0: given to us Mm -hmm. Um, exactly exactly what was one of those things
1: one of the things that
0: you've come through that you refuse to let that be a hindrance or a stumbling block for your right now helps help your sisters this is called saving our sisters podcast so um, we're talking to the world right now. Somebody may be struggling with the very thing that you came out of.
1: Right, right. As I was saying, I was that girl who grew up without a dad. So that had a significant impact on my life growing up, um, especially when I became an adolescent. Okay. Um, but there was other things that were going on at home. There was some, you know, physical abuse—not from my mom, but you know, from someone that my mom was in a relationship with. So it was many, many, many things that were going on that I think impacted my life. Okay. Right, it as complex. Okay. Uh, that right there transitioned into me being a teen parent. I had my first child when I was sixteen
0: what was that like you said 16, 16. what
1: was the, was the that, way, was what was I that like say, i would say for any girl be cautious of the decisions that you make because sometimes we make decisions out of anger sometimes we make decisions out of You know, resentment, disappointments We really don't know Right. It's like we look to something To fill a void that can never be filled By any human Uh, It's something that can only be filled by God So I would say that choices that I made Led led me to be in that situation Where I was Mm -hmm. a teen mom at 16 Um, I was a high school dropout By... You know, 19, I had three kids. I was married. I mean, <laughs> you know, you really couldn't tell me nothing, but what I was back, I was so naive. I was so naive. And was...
0: Technology, and still, technology, because... back up and say that one more time. We're not going to be defeated. <laughs> I lost you. You said that you were nineteen, you were dropout, you were married, divorced.
1: Mm-hmm. I was divorced by I was twenty seven mm-hmm. when we got divorced. Twenty seven or twenty-eight. And I'll tell you, it was the it was the hardest time of my life because you know <laughs> You marry thinking that you will spend the rest of your life with this person.
0: Exactly. But
1: over time, through life, I found that this wasn't the person that I wanted to spend the rest of my life with. What I wanted out of life and what he wanted, it just didn't align. And because there were so many things going on in the marriage, you know, um, physical abuse, cheating. I mean, you name it, it was probably going on. Mm -hmm. Um, I just, you know, I had two sons. I had two daughters. I did not want them to grow up thinking that his example was the example that they would be, that, that would be okay in their lives. Like, I didn't want them, I didn't want my daughters to think like, you know this is the kind of man that i desire to have a man that's out there in the streets doing this doing that and i didn't want my boys
0: exactly to, exactly
1: you know to follow in his footsteps so it was a hard decision to make I mean, right really really hard to think that you know i, I did this for all of the right reasons we have these four kids I, I i don't want to my kids to experience what it's like being in a broken home because i would, you know I, I had that experience i didn't want that for them but i had to make that tough decision mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and in making that tough decision um, it was hard i can't i'm I can't sure
0: it was it
1: wasn't yeah it was just a struggle i mean not knowing like, you know, is the child support gonna come? Is he gonna this? Is he gonna that? I lived like life in that space for so long that I had to think like, what am I doing to myself? Like I'm driving myself crazy, trying to think like, what is this man gonna do? Is he gonna help me with these kids? Is he not gonna help <laughs> yes. me with these kids? So where one day I was like, you know what? They're mine. I'm not going to depend on him. Mm-hmm. I'm going to get it how I get it.
0: And Your God I, conscience kicked right. in. Your right. God conscience kicked in. And that, that's, that's incredible because <laughs> fast forward, sister, look what God has done now.
1: Amen.
0: And I'm sure... Whatever, right. Because time. when we are going through stuff, we can't see our future because we begin to function okay. in our dysfunction. And we Everybody. realize one day... Wait a minute, God. This is not normal. I'm gonna need you to help me out. Amen.
1: That's and
0: yeah. So when we surrender it to God, that's when God says, "Okay, now are you gonna let me do it? Are you gonna keep Tish? Or are you gonna keep doing it your way? Your way. Amen.
1: Because my way wasn't getting me nowhere." was stressed out and, and, and ready to have a, a, a mental <laughs> breakdown uh, it really wasn't mm-hmm. but you know when I say God is good I mean who would have ever thought this person where all of the statistics were against I mean you know no, call, you're right. say remember that you got me you know four kids you'll be on welfare the rest of your life I'll rebuke it in the name of Jesus <laughs>
0: You better teach. You better preach. I
1: I bet I won't. They don't pay me enough to sit at home and be on welfare. I'm sorry. I I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I sacrificed. I mean, and I have, uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. First lady, there's things that I have to pray on, even to this day, because in the sacrifice, I sacrifice work and going to school full time. It's like I sacrifice. it was that either that or my kids and I felt like I wanted to show my kids like if you ain't got nobody else you got your mom like I'm gonna get out there and get it I'm gonna go to work I'm (laughs) gonna go to school I'm gonna be an example I may not be the best example but I'm gonna give you all that I have right now but I know one thing you will always be able to depend on me I wanted to show my kids that, and God, God knew my heart desire. And when I say He
0: opened up doors, yeah, I, yeah, because you were—think about it—you said you were, you were a high school dropout, now a college graduate. Now a
1: college graduate. With, I was, yes, I, I was actually when I was. At a, Graduating from B.C., I mean, I had went back to school in this time, got my high school diploma because I would not settle for a a certificate of completion or a Mm -hmm. GED. That wasn't good enough for me. I wanted a high school diploma. I got, you know, got my high school diploma. As as I graduated from B.C., I was going through a divorce. Okay. Transferred from B.C. to Cal State. Got my B.A. Come on,
0: testify.
1: Took some time (laughs) off. Because Lord always knew that it was my desire to have my master's degree. And I said, Lord, it was so hard trying to get this BA. Problems with the kids. You know, mm-hmm, I mean, you name mm-hmm. that and I was going through it. Mm-hmm. You know, but I was just like, I want my master's, but Lord, I'm going to wait on you. When it's your time, you gonna open up the door for me to go back to school to get my master's degree and when I tell you in his time which was about mm, seven years between the time I attained my BA to the time I went back to get my master's when he opened up that door for me to get my master's it was easier to get my BA I was so focused it's just
0: that's grace
1: I, I mean I'll that's grace Chills down my spine because I'm like, Lord, I mean, you said you was gonna do it, and when
0: you did it, I mean, you knocked the doors wide open for me to
1: accomplish it. I mean, yeah, t- sister, my that's with like a 3.75 GPA. Yeah. At the same time, <laughs> this is in my master's program while at the same time working full time at an acute psychiatric hospital. So you can't tell me God won't. Do
0: you this. can't tell me God and Tish look. That's grace. Oh yeah. That wasn't nothing but grace that gave you the ability to do all that. You succeeded. You did not succumb to statistics. You did not succumb to what people said, but you were determined.
1: Right. And
0: so you can really testify, girl. This is testimony service.
1: I mean, I mean
0: <laughs> you did. Yeah. He awesome. catapulted oh, you I forward.
1: I can't. I mean, I can
0: tell tell you an odd girl. Let's take, sip some water. Sip some water. Take a break. (laughs) Sip some water. You own one. I can tell because when you begin to look back over your life, it's like, wow. Because we know it, but sometimes when you just stop and introspect and look back, it's like, wow, God, you did that for me and I'm grateful.
1: For me. I mean, that's. That oftentimes, when I sit on my bed and I'm just in my own little world, mm-hmm. I'm just giving glory and praises to God because I know, I know. Hmm.
0: Yes. I, just know. I
1: know. I know. There is nothing. There is nothing that is impossible for Him. Yes. There is nothing that He can't do. There yes. is no door that he can't open for you.
0: When you don't feel
1: like you qualify, God will say you qualify. Mm. <laughs> i just just You know, and it's not tears of sadness. Right. It's just tears of joy. You got me crying
0: joy. with you. I get it. It's like you no,
1: know, it's, it's just tears of joy because you never thought. Mm-hmm. I would have never... You know what was the changing point for me? I was 14 years old, and I'll never forget. I asked my mom, Mom, can you buy me these Nikes? I wanted some Nike Cortez. I was determined to get me some Nike <laughs> Cortez shoes. My mom, not really having a lot of money, she said, oh, you gonna work for them shoes if you want them. Mm. So I did. I'll tell you, she sent me out there to them fields. <laughs> mm. I know the old folks call it chopping cotton, but I'm 14 years old. <laughs> I'm walking up and down these roads in, the in the field. Like
0: Sophia was in the field on Color Purple. In the field. In the
1: field. <laughs> I remember I stood in the middle of that field with that hole in my hand, blisters on my fingers. Wow. I looked up at that sun. I said, Lord, this is not going to be my life. Wow. So I knew. Uh, I just knew I was just like, I don't want this for me. I have to get an education. This is not going to be my life. Yes, but, but you spoke that, it.
0: You spoke right. it into your future. You spoke into the atmosphere, what you wanted, and God met your desires. Yes,
1: yes, he did. I mean, he gave me beyond uh, mm. what I wanted because when I didn't have and when I didn't know, how he was going to provide, he provided. Yes. You know, in that seven-year period of time between getting my BA and getting my master's, God opened up the door for me to be a first-time homeowner.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Wait, let's clap. Wait a minute,
1: We in church.
0: Amen. I have to clap. First-time home owner. First That's just home like home God. Homeowner
1: first time.
0: Wow, that's just like God.
1: He, I mean, when I say he's just amazing, amazing, incredible,
0: amazing,
1: incredible, all <laughs> of those things, and, and so much more. Um, you know, I, I, I'm still in awe. I mean, it's been I could many tell many years just to even process that the house was mine. I mean, mm-hmm, I would mm-hmm. walk in and out of it, and one day I just stood in the middle of this house and I was like, Lord, this is you gave this to me. Yeah, you blessed me with this four kids. <laughs> from, <laughs> six,
0: from a 16-year-old single yes. mom, drop yes. out, divorce, not even
1: making sixteen dollars an hour, not even getting. Child support every month, but you
0: opened up that door, Father, and made it happen. <laughs> and now you are a you are a lender, not a borrower.
1: Amen. You are above
0: and not, and not beneath.
1: You have a yes.
0: testimony. You still not going through tests. So Tish, what would you tell that young woman right now in the world that is struggling, and she cannot see her light at the end of the tunnel? What would you do or say to encourage them? We're talking about saving our sisters. Come on, save your sister.
1: And if I was talking to that sister who was once where I was, what I would have wanted someone to say to me during that time was, don't you give up. Don't you hold your head down. Mm -hmm. You Mm -hmm. pick your head up and you take some strides. Mm -hmm. You know, You take that first step, put your faith and your trust in God, and He's gonna He's gonna take that next step, and He'll walk with you, and He'll guide you, and He'll open the doors for you, because your strength is in your struggle. (laughs) You're not gonna always be there. You better teach. You don't know how strong you are until you go through some things. Exactly. And once you come out on the other side, that's when you look back and you're like, Ooh, I went through that. I didn't buckle. I didn't get out there and get on drugs. Exactly. I didn't have to do this, and I didn't have to do that. But Lord, it was nobody but you, because he will get all of the glory. Because you know, the humble you will know, I'm not taking credit
0: for none of this, because i can't taking <laughs> <him>. <laughs> well, You And you know what? So many people do, and they forget. It's something I was reading in the Bible the other day, and it talked about, Sister How we live in houses we didn't even build. We drink from we drink water from wells that we didn't even dig Mm -hmm. and how is it that we get lifted up in pride and we forget Uh that it was by God's grace and mercy that blessed us Right. I'm going to always remember where I come from I'm going to always give God the honor from what he's brought me through and where he's brought me from because Mm -hmm. Like you said, if it wasn't for him, we would still be stuck on stupid. Come on, let's be for real.
1: Right, right. We would. We would be stuck in this place of life where, you know, we think our way is the way. Right. There is, there is no instruction. There's no nothing. We not, we not looking for instruction because we know it all. Right. We, we not. Uh, you know, it's just like we're wandering
0: through life. We know <laughs> you are so... But we think that that's the way for us to go. Exactly. I just had to get up from my seat for a moment. I'm looking right now at Michelle Obama's book, Our Forever First Lady. Mm-hmm. It's entitled, you know the book, girl, It's Becoming. And I want to read you something. It says, even when it's not pretty. This is on the back of her book. Are perfect even when it's more real than you want it to be your story is what you have what you will always have it is something to own sister isn't it amazing that you can own your story oh yeah it will always be with you but your past will not define you but right. It will be a testimony to somebody else. Look at me. Right. Then, look at me then, because you know they're watching. Come on, you know people have watched your life. And oh, it's like, God. what? That's Tish? Yeah, it's me. It's me. Right. I'm on the grounds of uh, San Quentin. I married a, 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 a we're just going to say warden. I'm about to retire. Um, the one that didn't graduate. Yes, I own my story, but let it serve as a memory of how good God is. Because when I first called you about this podcast, what did you say to me? I just want to talk about how good God is. Yeah. <laughs> and how you're going to trust mean, God in this season. That's all you said. Yeah, God is good. You
1: know, it's my story and those are seasons. Of the journey that God has had me on. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so I trust Him. I, God is good. Like, yes, He I, I is. Know, there's not enough words that I can describe to someone <laughs> to just say how good He has been to me. I mean, yes. He's kept me from so much.
0: So and much.
1: There is not a day where I don't reverence. And thank him for how far he's brought me. Mm-hmm. I thank him from that, that is, from that which is behind me. Because it will always be my story that I own. Yes. A story that I felt once brought me a lot of shame. Because I was ashamed. I'm like, I, I, I don't want to tell nobody I was a high school dropout. And mm-hmm. People just look at you different. But you know what? As long as I have God in me, I Mm -hmm. don't care what people think. Right, right. What they say, because what they say and what they think is not going to get me into heaven. That's right. The only person that I'm concerned about is the man
0: above. Right. And you talking today with pride? You talking with pride, girl? That's all.
1: That's all that matters. I don't care what other people think.
0: Right. Right. Wow, learning is a beautiful thing when you embrace. And like you it say, is. don't let it define you. Thank no. you for having this conversation with me because you are about to bless, you bless me. I think this is the one out of what, almost 30 episodes where we have cried on an episode. Wow. Yeah, so that's just, like, that's the passion and the have the deliver, happy. We not sad. <laughs> no, and that's another thing. I was talking to a young lady yesterday. We gotta be happy for one another. I have to celebrate you. I have to learn to look up to you and push you and, and tell it's us, tell us my turn. And a lot of people don't know how to do that. Their study looking on, wishing it was them when they should say, wait a minute, I'm going to be happy for my sister because she's right. doing her thing. Right. And when you learn to do that, that's when God says, you know what? You're not later, but you are next. You're next. Right.
1: Have you ever seen a sister, and maybe you not connected to them, mm-hmm. but you just hear about something awesome that happened in their life, and I mean, you celebrate them like it's done happen to you, right? Right. That is <laughs> how I like to be for people. Yeah. because it does me no good. To have something or to hold on to something that can be a blessing to someone else in their time. Right. What what good does it do for me to hold on to it? If I could give it to someone, then my hope is that when they get to where they are and it's my time, I could go back to them and say, hey, can you help me? Exactly. It does.
0: Exactly. But we have to keep being that source of example and inspiration to let those women know like it's okay to celebrate it's okay to be that encouragement for your sister and you don't even and you're right i don't even have to know you but i'm happy for you like right now who is finna go up for the president of the the vice president i don't know her she a sister and i'm happy and i'm praying
1: (laughs) amen And I don't either, but you know what? I celebrate her because you know what? She looked like me. I don't care what her past is. Yeah. ahead to, to the future. Yes. Okay. Maybe she did. I don't know what she did because I don't know this woman
0: personally.
1: I haven't did enough research, but we all got a something and that something don't us. We all have
0: a like, story. Yes. Like Michelle Obama says on the back of this book, It is something to own, whether it's pretty or perfect. It's ours.
1: Right, right.
0: Thank you, sister. You are This was amazing. I'm so proud of you. I can't wait for you to move back to Bakersfield. Come on home, just come on home. (laughs) I love you. Thank You for I saying you. yes. I try to be obedient. I don't try, I am obedient when God put someone on my heart to call, and you readily said, Sure, yes, we're gonna talk about trusting God. You was ready, you was ready.
1: I, well, I, you know, I had that confidence when I replied, <laughs> but I went right in the room and I was like, Lord, you better help me because I don't, I don't, what, what am I gonna say? Literally, right, I like, I? and I just said, You know what, Lord. Whatever you have for me to share with your people, then I just say yes. Exactly.
0: Exactly. I say yes. Technology. We had a little bump with technology, but we got the word out. We got the word out. But I thank you. I love you. And I wish you all the blessings that God has in store for you continued favor. Uh For you, your amazing husband, and your children. And we just want to let the Women in Podcast Land know that you are also becoming. And we want you to know, we decree and declare that your past will not define your future. Neither will it define your now. And until the next time, my sisters, blessings. Hey chick Hey chick